So, here's the deal, knights of the roll No, we don't, we don't need the music. Just turn it off. Yeah, just turn it off. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay. So last week, we learned of Lord Metri's plan. We finally went back to the Feywild. And we saw again... XX Bloody Heart. We'll just take it off from there. Yeah, just just play the theme. Yeah, just play the theme. Just, just play it. It's all I need. Thanks. It is the night after your return to the Fey Wild. Gravely, Maya, Coach, XX, Bloody Heart, and Celius have returned, and they've gotten the opportunity to have some much-needed rest and a chance to catch up. In that time, Maya has uh, experimented a little bit with the staff, which Titania used to open the portals to the Feywild, and she is in fact able to open portals to the Feywild, but she doesn't seem to have any ability to control where they go. And her guess is that, well, your collective guess is that you're just, she's just linking wherever you are on your plane to wherever that connects to on the Feywild. And that doesn't really tend, seem to like link up necessarily in a geographic way. If you travel 100 yards north on your plane and open up another portal, you don't necessarily get one 100 yards north of the previous Feywild place. Things are That's not the pattern that the two planes are linked under. So you find yourself uh, that evening. You are all gathered in the front room of the McIntyre's cottage. It's night. The kids, Sindel and Wick, have been sent to bed. The giant hole made by Knowles in their cottage has been sort of shoddily patched up with boards and planks they've found. And uh, despite the breeze that can come in, the, the cracks of that, it's warm inside because there's a raging fire in the hearth. And the now five of you are gathered together to plan the assault on Lord Charcandrus's fortress. So Sora and Cavan are there. It's their home. Donovan is there as well, and Lady Aranye is attending the meeting, but she's not present. There's a portal opened in the middle of the living room, and it's basically on her side opened right in front of her throne. Like Skyping in? More or less, yes. She's Skyping <laughs> in, but it's not a screen. It's a literal portal. Can like you hear she's us all right, Lady Aranya? How's the audio feed? <laughs> it's, it's just literally just a hole. Is like, there I any can delay? If I no, wave my this, arm, this, do you look, see any kind like, of lag? She sticks her hand through. Oh my gosh! So it's, it's fine. It's a hole. I can, I'm right it's here. gigabit Ethernet right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it goes through the Ether. Yes, I get it. Yes, oh, yes, Ethernet. okay. It's an Ethernet. Oh. So, I have no idea what you're talking about. Donovan is running the meeting, more or less, and... Um, sort of laying out the strategy, or what they know, really, about Lord Charcandrus and the fortress and what's going on. Uh, Donovan speaking says, like, our mission is to, is to shut the portal. We've got to get to it, 
and close it. Difficulty being, we can't get to it, and we don't know how to close it. So, open to ideas on the table on that. So, the portal being open is the main, as long as the portal is open, reinforcements... This is the fire portal that we Mm -hmm. saw open up from Sendal? Yeah. Okay. So, that portal is still open, and basically around it in the weeks since then... There's a fortress is built up. That's like the main uh, staging point of this army of fire. And as long as that's open, new troops can come in from the plane of fire where Lord Charkandris came into. And Sora has gone out and scouted. And basically, like, you can't see the portal anymore. And out to a radius much farther than the clearing you were in, there's basically a giant fortress of black walls with battlements on top of it. And around the black walls, there is a moat of what she describes as... Uh, oh, how would she describe it? There's a moat of lava. There's a moat of lava around it. Now, she's probably not actually seeing lava. Bernie. But she recognizes <laughs> that there is a moat of extremely hot... It's a moat called Bernie Sanders. ...liquid. <laughs> Jeez. Sure. Wow. Hey, we're trying not to get political. Okay. On we are. Hunt, so. we are. Hot stuff McColl pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any ideas? XX bloody heart. I can't believe you're back. It's good to be back. Steven is not always the most uh, outgoing. Who, who is Steven? Uh, this is Steven. XX no. bloody heart. XX bloody heart. His name is what he told me. Always be Steven to me. I'm very confused. Whatever, let's go. I'll sneak in. I can sneak in. Well, and I can get the lay of the land and see what's going on. So, so it says, this is not uh, all of the obstacles. There is a drawbridge that extends down over the moat of fire. But the moat of fire is not the only thing uh, burning. I'm fairly confident that the entire structure is hot to the touch. And I've gotten close enough to lob some things across the moat, and they immediately burst into flames upon touching the black stone. So I suspect that even should we get into the fortress, we'd be immediately burnt. Maybe there's some sort of uh, uh, magic that Salius knows, that uh, fire resistance of some kind. Lady Aranye says, perhaps I can help with that. And she uh, kind of like rummages around in something that you can't see. It's off, off portal. And, uh, <laughs> don't, off say, don't say egg sack, because that's gross. <laughs> oh. oh, that's definitely what it was. Oh. And then you said oh. it. Why did you gross. say it? <laughs> you set me up for that. That never would have occurred to me. She <laughs> definitely rummages around inside an egg sack. Oh. It's, like, it's like a Louis Vuitton egg sack, though. It's very And nice. she comes up with something in her hand. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she sort of like peels some webbing off of it, and she extends her hand through the portal and opens it up, and there are six black rings. And they are... Nope. They're black rings, and they have bright red stones. And she says, take these. It's all that I have. They should protect you from fire. At least make you somewhat resistant to fire, but I believe their power is enough that you should not be burned by stepping into the fortress, although it will continue to be extremely uncomfortable, I suggest you pack light. So you're saying I could still get a pretty good tan? What is a tan? Oh, well, you know, you get the contrast on the... 
No. Okay. D- don't worry about it. There's really no sunlight here, so. Ah, oh, so you do know what a tan is. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, God. you got me. I've crossed over. I've tanned a bit, and uh, <laughs> it doesn't really match my complexion. Ah, and I tan all the time, and we usually sit, we drink mojitos. I was going to say, oh, I've had about glow. enough of your relationship with the High Lady Titania. All right, I don't, I don't want to hear about it, frankly. We yeah, good. we don't want to hear about it. I'll oh, take yeah. a ring, she, my lady. Yeah, Celeste is going to reach out and get grab a ring. Steve will take one first. All right, so yeah. you take the rings, puts it on. Gravely will not. Take one right away. I'll, I'll take one. And as I grab it, I'll say, you know, if you need a friend, you can always call on me as well. We are not exclusive, Titania and I. Immediately you lose all your powers. <laughs> no. Difference between being a patron and being a BFF. Silius is currently regretting that he does not have identify as a spell. <laughs> She explained what they do. Yeah. She if, can't we, if we trust her. Okay. All right. Gravely will take a ring. Nobody's good. Okay, uh, is she lying to us? Are you asking me? <laughs> she wouldn't lie. Or I guess is Coach asking. I guess everybody? Coach is gonna <laughs> is gonna look at her because Maya takes the ring and 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 uh, and he goes, well, I, I suppose Maya will just kind of take anything. So, uh, <laughs> Coach Coach Whoa. is gonna be a, a little Ouch. bit more um, a little bit more suspicious. You re- do recall that she cannot actually lie. Okay, but she, she can do. The truth. She can play with words for sure. Is there more to these rings than what you're telling Just us? Just put on the ring, Tell all right? We're working together the today. These rings will create fire resistance. You'll not be harmed as much by flames. And I believe their protection will provide enough that you'll be able to enter this fortress without suffering the ill effects that Sora is describing. I'm gonna, is Maya, that good enough for you? Oh, Maya's going to, just while she's talking, because she's bored with listening she's just gonna put the ring on and then put her hand over the hearth like fireplace just see what happens ah, Maya. one damage uh so she does <laughs> and it's hot it's uncomfortably hot but you're not burned to the extent that you Ooh. otherwise would be Ooh, look, look that, no max that is kind of nice i'm gonna put the ring on maya can can you remove the ring can i rem- remove the ring do you try? <laughs> oh I will God. attempt to remove the ring. Yes, it's a regular ring. <laughs> All right, fine. Silas puts his Actually, when you remove the ring, your hand gets really, really hot and uncomfortable as if you had just stuck it in a hearth. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Yeah, put the ring back up. There you're fine. Oh, snap. <laughs> Does it, are there any visible marks on All my right. hand, like that it's burned? Or is no. it just like, oh, I just did that and I can feel it? All right, well, we figured out that we can go inside of the, the fortress and not get burned, but we start to figure out how to get inside the fortress. Well, that- and then probably get the one of us... Well, all of us, or some of us, need to get the drawbridge down. So when Sora has been to the fortress, the drawbridge has generally been down, but it's clearly the source of their troops. So it's filled with various types of fiery creatures. She's seen more salamanders, like the one that you fought, moving around. She's seen more of the fiery knoll. How much time do we have to do this? The longer that we wait, the more troops and reinforcements they will have. So I think it would be wise for us to act quickly. So digging underground, not, not a good idea. So I'm, I'm pretty good at digging. Oh, oh, hold on just you a moment. You need a diamond pickaxe so, to Silius mine <laughs> obsidian. Silius is going to pull out the, the book that he's been carting around, the uh, the Traveler's Guide to the Realm, and uh, he's like, There's, uh, I've read something about gnolls in here. Uh, hold, hold just a moment. And he like flips through the pages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, gnolls, uh, 
which it says to avoid them. <laughs> they worship a savage god called Yanagu. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, basically wants them to kill and eat everything. Maybe we can give them something to eat. Gonna dump some steaks on there and they're gonna come outside? What I love we, that idea. What if we made steaks but they were poorly seasoned so that their tummies got upset? And they were like, oh, this was a less than satisfying meal, I am sad. It, it says, gnolls will savagely devour everything in their path without mercy or restraint. They strike targets vulnerable enough that complete devastation of all living things is the inevitable outcome, and then feast on the defeated flesh until they are strong enough to strike larger targets. Somebody got some, like, oh. sheep or something? Little things. Maybe a cat. Uh... Knolls are one of my two favorite enemies. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> well, good call. So I would also know exactly what they eat and um, what they like. You, you know about they gnolls? eat everything. <laughs> they like everything. I know. I know a lot about gnolls. Ha, have you heard of the mark of Yanagu? Yanagu, yes. That one. What you said. I only read. I don't speak these words. Only in legend, but uh, I've heard of it. Yes. If. They must. It says here that the the wild savagery is uncontainable without uh, that mark, or some other means of controlling them. Perhaps we could get control of the gnolls. I think that's an extraordinarily bad idea. But well, someone has control of them. Perhaps it could be us. It, I think it's it a is a good idea. idea. It's a good idea, Silius, but I don't think it should be our first idea. Perhaps Maya and I could just walk up to the drawbridge and try talking to them. Oh, yes, I could go say hello. But maybe we modify Ugh. it. We don't necessarily need the mark to... I mean, I know what gnolls like to eat. If, if, if we set a trap off the path, we could lure them and then take them, maybe uh, camouflage ourselves or, or something like that, and, and probably be the gnolls going back in to so the fortress. sheep. Yes. We yeah. could disguise ourselves as sheep. Well, not and then we get in with the herd, and then when they're eating the other sheep, that's the bad then idea. we could sneak in behind the I'm other. I'm sure that maybe one of us has illusionary powers, or maybe we can just make up, you know, paper mache. I could make some illusions. That is no problem. That, that would be lovely. I could make a lot of illusions, but uh, my question is... You're so talented. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Merci. Uh, but my question, though, is in, uh, once we have uh, convinced them to come out, uh, then, then what? Is there any way for us to, to see who is controlling them? Maybe, Aranya, uh, you, you know, if perhaps they mark something we could be looking for? This is not my plane. You fought them. You figure it out. I gave you the magic ring, so I have to do everything here. Would would I know anything in my null knowledge? 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 <laughs> oh, <shoot. laughs> uh, I've been waiting for three minutes to, to work and put in there. Sorry. <laughs> to knowledge. Um, to uh, about the the uh, mark or like what it what form it takes. You probably know roughly the stuff that Salius was reading out of okay. the guidebook, albeit in a more <laughs> direct learning fashion. That gnolls are generally quite savage, but the way that you've seen them be behave is totally unlike that. They've been they've been responding specifically. You saw them respond. I mean, they attacked respite in a somewhat like strategic fashion, and more importantly, what doesn't match gnolls is they turned around and left at a certain point. So the concept that somebody was controlling them makes a lot of sense. And then you later saw the dude in the armor control them, tell them to retreat in the, uh, in the canyon that ambushed you. And <gasps> later on, you retrieved that armor, but you never met the dude. 
Uh, I don't think the armor has any controlling powers. Mm. So, so Kevin is there, and he's the one who's been training the militia primarily. And he says, we could take the militia there, and, and they'll do as they're trained. But they're, they're frankly, they're farmers. And uh, if we take them there, we could perhaps draw a fair number of troops out to us. But I fear once that battle begins, they'll be, they'll be slaughtered. If you could somehow control the gnolls, turn them, or even just take them out of the fight, perhaps we'd have a chance. But even then, even then, I doubt it. And then actually Aranya interrupts and says, like, mm, I might be able to help with that as well. I could prepare a surprise, but this attack would have to happen tomorrow night. Hmm. Ooh, what is a surprise? Well, it wouldn't be a surprise if I told you, would it? Donovan says, well, that's all well and good, but we still have no plan, even if somehow we can infiltrate the fortress, past the gnolls, past the fire creatures, inside there, wherever Lord Charcandrus is, and get to the portal. We still have no way to turn it off. I, I wonder. So actually, you are interrupted before your thought by a voice that says, I can do it. What? And you all turn around, and there is Sindel who's standing outside her bedroom, listening, because of course she is. And uh, she walks up to the group. She says, I can close the portal. I know I can. I can feel it. Sindel, you're you're still recovering. I mean, I don't want to put you in any danger, but... You don't have a choice. I'm the only one that can do it, and I'm confident I can. And Sora says, no, Sindel, no, you can't. That's too dangerous. You can't. Well, maybe... uh... Maybe she has to. Yes. Like destiny. Listen to the dwarf and that strange old man. It's my destiny. I can do this. You know I can. I can take my power back. I've, I've, I've seen that, that fire that she has in her eyes before. I, I think she can do it, guys. It, it's not a matter of she can do it. She should. and I, I, We don't want to separate well, but the daughter from, from her mother. It shouldn't be done like that. It shouldn't, but we are running out of options. All we can do is uh, make sure that we help you and try to keep you as safe as we can. Yes, we will all keep you safe, and then you can close the portal. And she says, uh, she's worked her way around the room a little bit, and she says, and look, I'm feeling better. And she sticks her hand into the hearth. Oh, you should wear a ring. And she is not wearing a ring, and she holds it there very comfortably. Maybe she swallowed a ring. Quite impressive. I don't think that's what happened. Would have you don't know? <laughs> Sora says, "Oh, precocious child." Perhaps, perhaps. Sora. Very well. Send the girl in first. <laughs> no, into <laughs> hell. That's not a good idea. No. Send the little girl into hell first. Uh, cabin, Sora. Then I us. Mean, it's really Launch her to catapult. It's not up to us. We can't. We're not going to take your daughter unless. Look, kids don't need parents. I didn't have parents, and look how I turned out. Neither did I. Great. I mean, We're both I, I great. Had, I had, I had parents. I had parents, too. Yeah. My parents are wonderful. My parents were very involved, smothering a little bit. Yeah, my my look at you all. gave me up. To, to my parents are... Anyways, uh, Sora... Sora and Kevin look at each other, and Kevin kind of gives a nod, and Sora looks at the last ring that none of you have taken, and she takes it, and she puts it on her hand. It's like there's some sort of force seeing where the narrative is going and planning accordingly. That uh, force is destiny. Destiny! Uh, sure. 
because this is an adventure. All right. Well, so that's about as much as a plan as you're able to figure out. How are we getting in, though? <laughs> Across the drawbridge. Through the portal. Yes, what do you After do? we draw out the we'll people. We are going to, I will do a diversion. I will make a herd of sickly looking sheep and small children. <laughs> and this will lure the gnolls and the guy that is uh, controlling the gnolls out of the fortress. And when they are attacking, we will uh, gravely, you guys will do a, an assassination mission of some sort so that we can get the... the, the I'll try to get uh, the mark symbol. from, the, from the small person that's controlling the gnolls. That'll oui. be my mission. Yes. And then once you have you that, then you can control Perfect. the gnolls. And then we will storm the fortress. And then it's an escort mission to get Sindel inside to close the, to close the portal while the rest of us make sure that she stays alive no matter what. Yes. Well, all those were a lot of words. So let's do it. Well, we have to wait till tomorrow night if, if we're going to use the, the surprise, yes? Correct. The, uh, the gathering more or less breaks up with that plan that, like, there's enough. You don't really know a whole lot more, but you're all going to head out with the militia and Kevin and Donovan and Sora and Sindel the next evening. Before we go, Adventure. I will uh, kneel before the portal in front of Lady Aranya and say, I will not fail you. And then get up and go. Well, that was strange. Did you guys see that? When has he ever kneeled before anybody before? You know, it's just nice to see him making new friends. You do have the day, the day before the night that you're going there to gather, discuss, figure out what you want to do, think about your resources. What's my third cloak? Well, you had your two original cloaks, yeah. and then you got the cool shimmery cloak from... Yeah. Uh, all right. What does it do? Okay. Cloaks. So, yeah. XX Bloody Hearts, cool new third cloak. Are you wearing all three cloaks? You didn't, like, yeah. switch one out? No. I, okay. Yeah. All right. So, Depending on where it is, I'll change the order of the this cloaks. This cloak is generally black in color, but it actually somewhat, like, has sort of like a magical shimmery camouflage. Camouflage. It makes you look like a camel. Oh, <laughs> it's just, wonderful. It's incredibly good. A dromedary like camel? camel? Yeah. Okay, one hump. Split Got it. toe. Yeah. Uh, you can choose dromedary or bactrian. It's, yep. it's very versatile. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Anyway, so it gives you plus two. Camel facts. It gives you plus two to stealth rolls. Okay. It makes it gives you advan- it imposes disadvantage on trying someone trying to find you when you're hidden. And it gives you plus four to attempts to impersonate a camel. Dromedary. Wow. <laughs> wow. Plus Taste four. That. Yeah. No, nope, that's a good one. That's that, a good one. Get that camel the check going. On that? <laughs> it's just whatever's in his character sheet. Got to find a way to work that in. Okay. Yeah. Please don't. Don't give me something. <laughs> <laughs> what truth. skill would be hiding yourself as a camel? Would that be deception? <laughs> um, I mean, it's performance. It depends on how you how you approach it. I would be performing as a camel. Mm-hmm. So animal handling. All right. So evening approaches, and you all head out with the militia. Kevin and Donovan will be leading the militia, who all look uh, trained enough, but kind of nervous. And uh, they march out down the path to the portal. You all go with them. XX Bloody Heart, are you swore as a, like, 
person that are you working for her now? I have been. I mean, all but, these but, weeks. But are you like after we're done? So assuming we survive this, are you to go back to the Feywild? Are you permanently bound? I'm not permanently bound. Oh well, that's good. You have yeah. like a vacation. Time? I got options. Okay, I don't know. I may take a semester off. Dental. Or... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. No, you know, I got to build my four hundred one k now because I wanted. You know, I want to start that. I don't know what that means. It's nice to hear you're thinking about your future, though, Stephen. I'm very proud of you. I'm worried we might not survive this, or we might not all survive this. So I just, as we're walking, I just wanted to tell you all that you're all like family to me. You're like a second family, and and uh, I care about you all very much. Oh, gladly. That is so sweet and genuine. I, I like you all very much. Please don't die. Well, everybody dies, Coach. I know. Well, Salias, thank you for joining us. It's, it's a pleasure. It's very dangerous, and you've been nothing but helpful. Oh, thank you. You're a lovely, lovely young man. Listen, we're, we're not going to die when we go in there. That's, that's not how this is going to work. But he's the, the old guy's coming yes, as well. That's old. He's a powerful magic, like the magician. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I mean, you see this? Like I, this, this is a body that can take care of itself. Coach, coach, I see it. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I'm coming you, with you. Okay, I mean, and I didn't know. I don't know whose grandpa you are. So I just want I you have to know. No children. No. I just. Jeez, want, okay. I just want you all to know that if we don't make it out of this in my life, I have no regrets, except for never getting to paint, coach. Kevin jumps in and says, we're not stopping well, for your paint coach. We've got to go, all right? As you approach, you start to smell smoke. You start to smell the scent of sulfur, and uh, you can see sort of the gray clouds ahead of you of smoke. And as you get very close, there's it kind of looks like you're entering into like a forest fire area. Not like like... Sort of looks like the woods were recently burned in a forest fire, and there's still like embers in mm. some of. Reminds the, me of home. Oh no! Industrious. Oh no! So there's still embers and smoke blowing around, and then as you approach Wait, the, I cast pass without a trace. All right, in the middle of this field. <laughs> How many people can you cast pass without trace on? Because you're with the whole militia. Everybody, get within a twenty foot. Me. <laughs> 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 Squeeze Jump in, on top. Jump on top. A veil of shadows and silence black? radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection for the duration. Each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth checks. Okay, squeeze it in, everybody. Squeeze I it in. Everyone within 30 feet. <laughs> get on the shoulders. Get on get shoulders. I'm intrigued. Get doubles. Get around me in, in a 30-foot in a, in a diameter. And, uh, of course, and I'll be in the center and we'll all walk forward. <laughs> it's with it with, around you me. Take a for D4. An hour. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can cast it. Everybody within thirty feet of you for that hour has that ability. Yeah, okay. So when we're an hour away, I'll cast it. I also or forgot. Within an hour, sorry. I do have find familiar as a ritual as a thing mm. that I got. You have a familiar now. <laughs> you just got a familiar, and this is the first time this is coming up. <laughs> well, it was. I. <laughs> How long have was, you known that spell? It's been a minute. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> so I have a weasel. 
<laughs> a whistle. But I like to think that he's just like he's like hidden in my hat. Like he's not really. He's been out. there the whole time. <laughs> There's been a weasel hidden in your hat for how long? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> I mean, since we leveled up. Okay. Anyway, so there's so a, a weasel. weasel. Does the weasel have a name? Polly. Um, <laughs> Billet. I'm sorry. What? Billet. 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 How do you spell Billet? You can just call him Bill. Okay. And Billet. all right. So you have a familiar named Bill, the weasel. Bill. Yeah. All right. It's a cool story. And he hangs out with you. He's just chilling. <laughs> and a familiar can. Can you speak? Uh, no. Okay. But you can communicate with him. He's and just you can a cast little, spells like, through him. He's just a little weasel friend. Mm-hmm. So he can take actions, but not the attack action. And if he's yeah. in within five feet of somebody, he can like I help can, them like, in some yeah. way by like distracting or doing yeah. weasel things. Yeah, duh. All right. <laughs> I feel like this should have come weasel up earlier. Things. It weasel should have, things. and I, Dude, I totally forgot until weasel I was things. looking at my app. I'm going to have to restructure the whole rest of this campaign. There's a weasel. All the encounters are unbalanced. So, so we're walking toward the fortress right now. With You're the walking towards the fortress. You are very and close the weasel. To it. <laughs> Gosh. You all sort of huddle close as gravely cast past without trace, which with a thirty foot radius, like probably that's really big. People pretty much fit into like yeah. the militia. There's about forty or fifty militia members plus all of you guys, so they pretty actually easily can like clump up with you, it's huge. and then uh, move silently. Towards the forest, through the um, so through this sort of burnt part of the forest, and then as you approach, you can see the fortress out there, and uh, there's a clearing burnt out for a radius of about like thirty yards beyond the walls of the fortress. There's this clearing where it just looks like a meteor hit. It's just the ground is charred earth and ash and there's no like standing vegetation or anything it's cleared out a fair ways so they're going to be able to see you is it when consist- you enter that area is it consistently away from the wall does it look like the wall burnt away or does it look like someone went out there and actually burnt it away i mean it looks like as if a meteor hit as if like wow. something like a giant fireball landed on the area sort of raiding out in a rough radius from where the portal probably is inside of the fortress Creepy. it's cool. like burnt out where there's nothing beyond that, there's the forest fire. Beyond that, there's sort of like regular forest. For, gotcha. Forest, and you also figure you can see the moat of lava. The drawbridge is uh, currently down, and then the walls of the fortress, which is roughly also circular, extend out in a wider radius than the clearing was in when you were in it. The clearing was kind of hidden by that magical dome, and the radius of the walls are. Farther out, you know that. that we've we've climbed fences before. I do recall Pretty that. Good. Here Pretty we good go. Fences. The the battlements on the other side <laughs> of a river of lava <laughs> are about twenty or twenty five feet tall. It looks like people can stand up at the top. How, how far away are we from the drawbridge? There's about thirty yards to the drawbridge, which goes across the moat, which is probably fifteen feet. Across. Do I see the person that's? Can you just stick to one the, unit doing the crank? Yards or feet? That's, that's, doing uh, that's 105 feet to the to the entrance. Yards. Thank it's you. 15 thank yards you. across. Okay. Thank you. Okay, well, now, now it's now it's an additional thing. It's 135. Okay. <laughs> Do I see the person that's, not in the metro that's system. pulling up the drawbridge? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, just as point, uh, just for points, so that we don't uh, run into this problem later. I, Silas uh, will cast mage armor on himself. That's what we're referring to. <laughs> so, with your pass without trace, you are super stealthy, but you come up to the edge of the forest clearing. The drawbridge is down. Got about thirty yards. You can tell there's guards up there looking that have not yet seen you. So, is there any breathing particular you want to try? Let me go. I'll see if I can sabotage the. The drawbridge to leave it down. Do we know what time uh, Lady Alanya's destruction is uh, scheduled to make an appearance? It is pretty close right now to sundown. It is approximately the time, actually, that it always is oh. in the Feywilds. God, I hate this place. <laughs> this place sucks. Double distraction, you, you go. Let's do it. And, and then I'll try to shoot the chain at the same time. Well... Not Wait. while I'm next to it. Well, no, not while you're next to it. I yeah. won't shoot you. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go. It's a pretty I'm gonna big chain. Got to miss really bad. I want to try and to sneak. Here's here's the, the plan. I want to sneak to the drawbridge, get wow, inside, and see if I can undo the chains or make it so it can't go up. Shoot a little hole over there. That okay, the chains so. going into. X6 mm-hmm. Bloody Heart mm-hmm. wants to sprint across the clearing to well, not the drawbridge. Sprint, sneak, sneak. Okay, not take out any of the knolls. And yes, that was your movement. So before they see you, you're going to sneak forward and just try to sort of yeah. sneak across the clearing with yeah. your pass without trace power and hop yeah. across the drawbridge. Yeah. All right. This is going to be a high DC stealth roll because there's literally guards looking for <laughs> almost this exact thing. Okay. But keep in mind, <laughs> they shoot? have disadvantage. Can I shoot? <gasps> you're not hidden. All 40 you're of them. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take the hide action to have disadvantage. Uh, can I inside. shoot? Uh, I will hide first. as I stealth. You're going to shoot your arrow at what? Uh, don't the, don't shoot because then they'll know. At the chain, they'll, they'll the arrow at the chain, that. trying to stop, the, trying at, to at prevent, the hole. trying to trying to prevent the drawbridge from being uh, pulled Did, up. I can make a little distraction. It won't be a big distraction, but I can make a little one sixty feet sixty feet away. Only if we need. But they're gonna they're gonna bring it up as soon as they see that. How about ready this? an arrow? Ready an arrow. If you hear them start to go up, then we'll. Then we'll do it. All right. I want to make a. I want to make a. Well, they might not notice. Well, if you just I want to make a sexy there. lady well, knoll appear, right like right <laughs> next. No, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Let me do my thing. I'm just picturing this like the Bugs Bunny like dressed yeah, up. Like, yeah. Okay. All like right. Here's what style. we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has priority. <laughs> XX Bloody Heart is going to head out stealthing. As he does that, which is going to take him a little while, if you guys want to compound the situation. <laughs> With other moves, you can do that. But first no. thing is XX Bloody Heart's going to roll his stealth to try to get into the drawbridge without being noticed. Come on, baby. Uh, that will be a 24. Dang. All right. What did you roll? I rolled a 16, 16. and I have a plus 8. Mm. Plus 10 from Pass Without Trace. So that is quite high. So XX Bloody Heart, amidst the shadows, sneaks out. Actually, so your stealth is going to end when you get 30 feet away from Gravely, so you'd have that jump start. But your 24 without the Pass Without Trace will get you across and onto the drawbridge. Okay. And Can I, here's what I, here's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to try and go under the drawbridge and then monkey bar it underneath to go across the drawbridge. You know there's lava down yeah. underneath <laughs> Immediately the drawbridge, below right? that. <laughs> So don't do that. Yeah, but I got the ring. The ring doesn't help that much. <laughs> Protection. Okay, well, never mind. Resistance, <laughs> not immunity. Okay. You swim in lava. <laughs> Wee! 
Okay, so your regular human okay, walking regular walk across the drop. I, I assume he's like doing like an army crawl <laughs> all the way through this field. But uh, yeah, sneak up, and I want to get in just so I can see where the mechanisms are. Okay, so you can you can cross the drawbridge. The like depth of the battlements are about ten feet in, and you can kind of see around the corner from that is sort of like a big cranking mechanism that controls the drawbridge. Did anybody see him go across? I didn't see him go across. I'm gonna I'm gonna message uh, XX. Hey, hey XX, bloody hot! What do you see? Where is he here still? Where is he? I'm messaging him. I don't know where he is. What do you see? I see the drawbridge. I'm going to try and sabotage it now. I'm going to try and sabotage it now, Bitch. DM. I want to cast True Strike on the drawbridge. That's what he would have done. <laughs> 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 is that a creature or an item? It says, it says target. Okay. Oh, DM. Just, just to cue it up as well, if it looks like they're about to uh, detect our buddy or if things start going south... Sexy Null is on deck. Yeah, okay. Sexy Null is prepped. Okay, so I'm ready. You can cast True Strike on your next turn. You gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, which is a drawbridge. The chain. chain. Specifically the chain. Okay. With the goal of defeating the chain? With the goal of blocking the chain from being pulled, drawing the drawbridge out. Okay. But first, I'm going to try and sabotage. All right, sexy Wait, Null on deck. Okay. <laughs> Gravely has superpowers with the arrow. Just XX Bloody Heart is inside the battlements. Yes. <laughs> what do you want to do? I want to see if I can undo a pin or undo a screw or un whatever would make it so that when <laughs> the they try and bring it up, mechanism is held in by a single screw. <laughs> hey, it's called a linchpin yeah, for a yeah, reason. Exactly. I am looking for the linchpin of this device. So no you can approach. So you can sneak dice. up a little bit, and okay. you can see that there are two knolls around it nearby, whose job it probably is to crank it. They have not thus far noticed you. Okay. And you think with the same expertise, let's see, that you use a smaller version of to pick a lock. Mm -hmm. You think that you probably could with, we'll just use your, uh, with we'll say a dexterity roll. No, you know what? It's going to be strength. With a oh, strength no. roll, you could attempt to sabotage the thing if nobody was attacking you at the time. Then I will do that. Okay, so you're going to sneak up. Yep. And right. try and break something. Roll. Oh, boy. Uh, another stealth check to try to get up without distracting the gnolls, and then you're going to roll your strength check for sabotage. Okay, here's my sneak. Oh, that would be a 26, my friend. <laughs> All right. The gnolls are not paying attention. They're playing some sort of gnoll game. Crank that null dribble. Oh, and a six for strength check. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Okay. laughs> so you, with all your might... Help. Find like a piece of lumber or something on the ground and jab it in there, and it appears to do not nothing. This is a total of six. Yes, it's a total okay, of six. Okay, so yeah, that didn't do it. It is not sabotage. But now the gnolls do notice you attempting to sabotage the thing. Sexy gnoll on deck. <laughs> <laughs> she like appears. You guys, you you all can't see clearly what he's doing because he moved around the corner to try to sabotage the thing. Oh, so man. what you do here is the gnolls go. Sexy gnoll on deck. 
So I want it to be like a knoll, but like with really exaggerated like lipstick and a blonde wig. <laughs> it has a range of 60 feet? Yes. All right. You can't get me. sexy knoll up into the angry knolls. You're farther oh, away than that. That's 20 yards. So there's just a random sexy knoll in the middle of the bridge now? Hello, <laughs> boys. <laughs> I want to release my arrow. Okay. Uh, so oh, that's really disappointing. I was excited. The gnolls freak out. You have not cast sexy knoll. Uh, gravely does upon the commotion release his arrow, which a roll attack on the chain <laughs> with advantage. This game's so stupid. <laughs> Twenty-three. This is so dumb. It's a natural twenty. Oh! So that's a Woo! that's a thirty yes. to hit. All right, thirty to hit, Zach. Oh. Oh. Kevin Costner, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> Here's what happens. He's like, it hits the chain. Good job, success. <laughs> Hello, Knights of the World Table, and thank you, as always, for listening. This is the first episode of the end of our first 12-episode arc, so I've been the DM for these 12 episodes, and this is kind of the two-part finale, and I'm super excited to share it with you, and I'm also excited to go on past that as a player, because Chris, who plays Gravely currently, is going to be taking over as a DM, and we have a lot of new fun. We've just started recording those episodes, and uh, they're going to be awesome, so I'm excited to uh, share with you my character that I've created in the future, as well as our uh, epic finale here. Today I'm also excited to share with you a couple more uh, five-star iTunes reviews. Thank you so much for sharing those. We have Armand Flow 6 shares super entertaining. I would definitely say this is one of the best podcasts out there. Creative concept mixed with humor and good vibes. Thank you Armand Flow or maybe it's Arm and Flow 6. I'm not sure but uh, we appreciate you nonetheless. Also, uh, we have a review from, it says John W. Oliver, who I assume is not the John Oliver who hosts a show on HBO. And if that's true, you know, you probably get confused with that other John Oliver. But let let me tell you, John W. Oliver, that you are the preferred John Oliver of the Knights of the World Table podcast. So uh, not that we don't like that other guy, but we look out for our listeners. So John Oliver says, hooked in for a great adventure. Witty, good story, engaging characters, lots of laughs, subscribed. So John Oliver has done the best thing that you can possibly do if you want to support us. He's listened. He's subscribed and he has left a positive review on the uh, podcast uh, access point that you listen on that's huge for spreading the word um unless of course this is actually the john oliver on hbo who could probably do like substantially more for us like at least a retweet or something but assuming it's any other john oliver uh, the most we can ask is really uh, a positive review and spread the word. Um, but speaking of Twitter, if you're John Oliver or any other prominent celebrity or uh, anyone literally who is on Twitter, um, we'd love for you to spread the word that way. We are on Twitter at Rolled Table. Um, I'm also on Twitter uh, a little more often and frequently at MFTZACH. So I would love to interact with you there and hear what you think about the podcast. 
Uh, Chris is uh, frequently updating our Instagram, which is uh, Knights of the World Table Podcast with new art. There's art of Kevin up there. There's art of uh, Sora and all the characters. So check that out. He updates that with a new uh, picture every week. You can also follow Chris at Daily Tunes RPG. As always, uh, follow uh, Weston at Make My Anthem because he composes original music for your character. If you'd like to commission him to do that, it's pretty rad. Uh, so, uh, Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode and go out and make life an adventure. It hits that chain as well as it can hit that chain. <laughs> the, it, so the arrow flies out. It wedges itself right in between two links of the chain, which uh, sort of sends a ripple up the chain and into the battlements and seems to... Uh, Somehow lodge XX Bloody Heart's piece of timber in just the right way by chance to cause the cranking mechanism to just like completely dismantle. <laughs> it appears that the drawbridge will not go up. Also, also now by it's the time way, to run. <laughs> I run. Also, run. by the way, of note, like as soon as you got oh into the battlements, XX Bloody Heart, you are super hot because it's probably roughly a hundred degrees Fahrenheit for our international listeners, which is thirty-eight degrees Celsius. Uh, and you are wearing very inclusive. You are wearing podcaster. not one. But two, <laughs> no, not no, three. I am wearing a total three, three cloaks. Yeah, <laughs> inside, so it's super uncomfortable. Ooh. Ooh. He's insulated fair, from the one heat. One of them actually. is silk, so okay. yeah, very breathable. Okay, <laughs> not, not as breathable as you'd think. Uh, no, it gets kind of sticky when it gets wet. Uh, yes. So that's, that's the middle one. So you want linen, really? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, the gnolls are freaking out, and that leads somebody up on the battlements to say, "Raise the, raise the drawbridge, raise the drawbridge." I suggest we go now. And the gnolls like look at the at the uh, uh, charge. charge pile charge. of wood charge? that is <laughs> the firmer cranking mechanism, and they sort of like. They turn away from XX Bloody Heart and try to do what would be the move that would crank the drawbridge. But like one of them is just like pantomiming where the thing would be. <laughs> and the other one interprets the order differently and like picks up the wooden crank that he would be holding on to and is just like oaring <laughs> as if he's like oh, no. rowing a boat. He's like moving that in the air. Neither one is doing anything but so those gnolls. Those gnolls have responded to that order <laughs> ineffectively. The drawbridge is still down. I'm gonna hightail it back. Fast. Alright, so you can run right in. <laughs> so uh, the other way I'm out of here. <laughs> he's done. I open the bridge. He's you done. send the militia in now. Well, they're all gonna light on fire as soon as they cross the bridge. Send the little girl. Buy <laughs> a the sheep. Do the sheep. <laughs> Turn uh, everybody into okay. sheep. Okay. So, so I'm gonna run some uh, within sixty feet and make a fifteen foot wide herd of sickly looking sheep. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they're a little sexy too. I don't know. <laughs> right. Gross. It's confusing her imagery. They're, they're really they like tantalizingly. Uh, <laughs> what gnolls would really want to eat, and it's like really highest interpretation. <laughs> interpretation of that. They're all blue. That's it. They're all blue. Yeah, I feel all, like they're all shaved. Wearing, they're all wearing. No, no. They're all. Shorn. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say just they're all wearing bright red lipstick. Okay. <laughs> All right.
<laughs> so a herd, a 15 foot oh, radius gosh. herd of sexy sheep <laughs> wearing bright red lipstick appear. You better believe. Oh, uh, this is so dumb. And are, these, are they directly in front of the drawbridge or off to the side? Where are we oh. placing the sexy uh, sheep herd? I'm going to put them like probably about. Uh, where the knolls are out, not outside the drawbridge. They're no, they're all drawbridge. inside. They're probably coming out at the Okay. So, yeah, I'll put them, like, right outside or, like, 30 feet away from the knolls. Like, outside of the drawbridge. Yes. The answer is yes, Zach. <laughs> okay. So, XX and Bloody then, Heart comes running out. In front of him appears this herd of sheep. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, he jumping around. Which he like tentatively plunges into and has to like sort of figure out if they're real or not. Uh they're going through you. And um <laughs> so behind bah. him starts to bah. Uh, bah. Okay, we got Okay, so <laughs> Uh, at this point, we're going to roll initiative. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I've been a bad sheep. So, initiative has been rolled. Yes. And Gravely got a 22. It's going to be followed by Salius, and then XX Bloody Heart, Maya, and then the Militia, which I rolled collectively <laughs> with... I uh, go after <laughs> the Militia? <laughs> <laughs> with Donovan and Kevin and everybody. And then, with a seven, Coach... Coaches has tripped. He but I also face. rolled for the troops collectively inside the fortress, and they got a nat 20. So oh. right behind XX Bloody Heart as he runs out of there. It's appears, been fun, everyone. Listen, we've got sexy sheep. <laughs> Lots of targets on the field they right like now. They're going to lead because they got the natural 20, <laughs> and uh, they come marching out. There are two salamanders in the lead, similar to what you fought before. They are accompanied by these, like, fiery snake things. And then just, like, a whole bunch of troops that look kind of like foot soldiers that carry spears that have flames on the top. And it looks like there's a fire elemental with them, a whole bunch of fiery troops. You don't see any gnolls uh, currently. And they sort of stop and stare at the sheep, <laughs> and, and they, the if two salamanders then it did its job. The two salamanders look at each other, and uh, they've probably never seen this before. I don't think anybody has. And they sort of like fan the out around them. They don't appear to, to be a threat, so they sort of fan out around the sheep and sort bah. of. <laughs> oh bah. I've bah. been a bad girl. Bah. Was that silent image, by the way? Yeah. So they're silent, sexy oh, sheep. So hold on. All I'll right. add some bars while I'm in. You can stop and hide in the sheep. Do you want to hide in the sheep? Yeah. Do I get All advantage right. on the hide within the sheep? Uh, yes. You, you would if they were. You can drop down before they see before they on their yeah. way out. You can just drop into yeah. the field of yeah, sheep. Just lay down and lay down still. Perfect. <laughs> okay. What will he do next? Oh, oh. gosh. <laughs> Ew. You. Oh. I get it. Well, so look that at those sheep. army starts heading out ahead of you, and uh, the militia sort of slowly starts, Kevin leads them out there. Uh, but as that's happening, Gravely has the lead in initiative if you want to try anything specifically as this happens. You all see XX Bloody Heart drop into the field of sheep, um. which is a terrible sequel to Field of Dreams. <laughs> 
gonna, I'm gonna put my hand on Coach's arm and say, "I believe in you," and I cast jump <gasps> on you. <laughs> you also take a D4 damage because I'm wearing spiked armor. Well, not on no. your spiked armor. <laughs> right? I, 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 I can reach. Your, I can probably reach your like waist. Salise, my spiky belt. Salise has climbed down by this time. Yes, bless my calves. Hopefully, this will give you a nice. Ability to wreck these animals. How high are those walls? What does jump give him? Uh, jump. Um, you touch a creature, the creature's jump distance is tripled until the spell ends. You have a minute. Wow. So I think that means that I can jump my move speed. <laughs> because normally you divide it by a third to get your jump distance. Sure, we'll say yes. So I can jump 35 feet. You can, for a minute, you can jump 35 feet. That's amazing. How high are those walls again? How, how, how high does Coach think those walls are? I believe you said they're 20 yards. feet. The, the, the height of the walls is 20 to 25 feet. Yes. The <laughs> length. We don't need You can gates. land on your feet up there. 35 feet is like long jump. It's okay. not vertical jump. Let's oh. be clear. Yeah, <laughs> also, a... the length of the moat we said was 15 oh, yards. okay, yeah. So... You could more or less so you're I mean, saying there's jump a, a chance. lot of that. Coach just stares at mm. where gravely touched him and supercharged his calves, just like blankly <laughs> staring because he's so, so far in the initiative. Now. He spends a solid five seconds just staring at his magic calves <laughs> while this other stuff happened. Do they bulge out a little bit? I think so. Uh, that's my action. That's my calves. The rip was left of those little shorts. <laughs> <laughs> He's just red. He's, he's in a speedo now. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> just red down to the spandex deal. Salius is distracted and loses his turn. <laughs> it's Salius's turn. Salius. Yeah. Is there anything uh, you want to do? We've got mage armor up. Yeah, so we've got. We're somewhat surrounded at Who's this point, or they haven't quite reached You're shorts. amidst the militia that are heading forward while the fire troops are pouring out of the base and lining up around the sheep, the pile of sheep that XX Bloody Heart is hidden in. While he makes ba noises, right. I, I want to, I want to cast frostbite on one of the, uh, I don't know which, one of the salamanders, I guess, because they're, they're scary, right? Yes. <laughs> so he'll he'll cast frostbite. That's a sixty foot uh, range. So as long as I can make that from where I am, frostbite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sixty foot is probably about where they. You're gonna have to sort of run out. With the militia, but by the end of your turn, after your movement, you'll be within 60 feet of them as they sort of like line up across right. from them. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, so roll <laughs> frostbite. Actually, uh, it is uh, on the target. Must make a constitution saving throw versus 15. All right, the salamander rolled a 15. Tie, uh, tie goes to the roller. So that Nothing frostbite happens. shoots out, hits the salamander, and it just sort of like shrugs it off. Uh, oops. <laughs> Maya. Okay. Um, so we've got these two salamanders and a horde of... A whole bunch of fire troops. Fire troops behind them. There's at least 40 <laughs> fire troops all together pouring out of the... Are the fire troops gnolls? No, none of those are gnolls that you okay. see. Well, I've got my silent image going, and that's concentration... So I'm just gonna I'm gonna Eldritch blast each of them. Everybody roll a perception check, actually. 
That's a nat one. 15. Uh, Jeff, you're not going to perceive anything from inside the sheep pile. 13. Coach perceives his awesome calves, yes. but he sort of vaguely recognizes sounds in the forest. Uh, gravely does start to notice something. Maya is mm-hmm. shooting Eldritch Blast at the two salamanders. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, go ahead. Roll those attacks. First one, 18 plus 5, so it's going to be 23 to hit. Hit. Second one is 15 to hit. Come on. It's armor class is 15, so hey. that's a hit too. All right, Yay. so roll those two damages. Okay. So the first one is seven damage, force damage. And the second one is six force damage. A pew, 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 pew. All right, so the two Eldritch Blasts streak out and hit the two Salamanders, and you can see bam, that bam. they connect and do some damage to each, but they are well-disciplined, and they maintain their lines and continue to order their two halves of the army. And finally, oh, XX Bloody Heart, do you want to take a turn from inside the sheep? Or do you want to wait this one Such out for a second? Uh, I'm going to wait. Okay. I'm just going to... You know what I want to do? Uh, Since I'm among... Uh, four-legged animals. Oh, I would like to choose your words carefully, Jeff. I would like to <laughs> attempt to disguise myself as a camel. Uh, Zach is currently putting his hand over his eyes, crying, stroking position. the bridge of his nose. Classic. Jeff. That's what? a twenty-two. Oh my God. Wait, was that with your advantage? All right, that's eighteen. And um, here's what's gonna happen. 22. You're currently obscured by the sheep, unless you stand up or something. Should anybody see you, (laughs) they will believe you're a camel. (laughs) A mini camel. Successful deception. That's in place, as long as you maintain the illusion. (laughs) Which will be broken by any form of action. Let's be clear. You don't just get to... You don't just get to be a camel from this point forward. You can spit at things and sort of graze around a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Moving on. It's Coach's turn. Coach, do you want to do anything? The whole You kind of look up, and the whole militia has moved past you. They're running forward, forming up. Uh, Salius has launched, launched an attack. Maya has launched an attack, and you realize, oh, Oh, cows. No, oh, guys. Uh, so, um, Jeff and I have been doing a little bit of math. Okay. We did a little math, math, math and we actually math, used. Math, uh, math, 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 do you want to plug math, this website since we stole the info from it? So, a it's jump calculator. It's a jump calculator. It's fexlabs, F E X L A B S dot com slash 5 E jump. You guys are really cool. It's a really cool, it's a really cool thing. Really so, cool. Based on uh, cool. what they say. With the running start, Coach's long jump is now 48 feet horizontally. <laughs> His high jump is 18 feet off the ground, and based on his height and strength, he can reach up and grab something 24.6 feet off the ground. Do it times three. Well, no, no, no this no, is no. with no. that. Oh, that's that's three three yes. Oh. You cannot yes. jump, that means you you cannot jump 75 <laughs> feet up off the you ground. You can't do 16 uh, stories. <laughs> but it does mean you can reach the top of the wall. 143 feet. That means you can reach the top of the wall. From the bottom of the wall. Oh, okay. Which is far away from you at the moment. Mm. You could presumably be there in a minute, though, if you made your way across the battlefield. Coach, coach, coach. Okay, coach is going to use his action. So I'm going to run, I guess, and then I'll jump. You can run your movement distance and then horizontal jump, which will take you over the pile of sheep, 
past I, the lines of the fire army and close to the drawbridge. Oh, okay, yeah, so that's exactly. So I'm jumping over the fire army, mm-hmm. so I'm going to end up behind them. You're actually, to run straight forward, they've sort of parted where the sheep are. They're ignoring that for a while. XX Bloody Heart is hidden in the sh- pile of sheep. As a camel. They're just, <laughs> they're just not ready for these. Coach is, coach is in the air, and he's saying, uh, Believe it or not, I did oh, not camel, plan this scenario, uh, so going it's going to take some extra time. I'm going to try and land on that camel and ride it into no, battle. The camel no, is no. hidden. <laughs> 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 So the coach is jumping through the air. Uh, And he goes, a camel, this is perfect. Camels love the heat. Uh, And I'm going to try and mount that camel coming down on top of it. They're very good at hydration. They're extremely good at hydration. A a camel is basically coach's, like, spirit animal, let's be honest. The hydration is perfect. (laughs) Okay. Believe it or not. Action economy, you guys. (laughs) Because <laughs> Coach is actually not seen through the illusion at all. Like, let's be honest. Uh, all right, action economy. You run your movement up there, then yep. you jump. As you're jumping over the pile of sheep, which is what that will do, you look down. He is, he, well, he's amongst the pile of sheep, mm-hmm. so I assume I see the camel before the jump. Yeah, because camels are bigger than sheep. He's not He's not an actual camel. He's just pretending to be a camel. But I believe he's so, a camel. But you don't see the, his, his camel form <laughs> until, I'm until you are above. So you look down as you clear the pile of sheep Correct. and go like, oh my gosh, there's camel. a camel in there. Yes. The fact that Steve has this weird power does not occur to Coach. No way. He's just working on instinct. Uh-huh. And you land about 10 feet past the pile of sheep. You're between the sheep and the drawbridge. You will, when, the, when your turn comes back to you, have the option of turning around and attempting to mount the camel. With, or with, with my in. hammers, can I try and like swing a hammer down and like try and redirect my, my jump? <laughs> so that I'm just landing right on top of them. doesn't work oh, like that. <laughs> a magic hammer can... Momentum doesn't work. It's a magic like hammer. We have sexy sheep and a man designed as a camel, and Matt's argument is momentum doesn't work. (laughs) Equal and opposite reaction. Okay, it's true. true. I'll just spin. I'll spin. All right, that's fine. That's that's what happens. Ten feet. You like look down. Oh my gosh, there's a camel. Hammers are probably in both your hands, and that does spin you like awkwardly. Okay, so I land about ten feet, and I notice this camel over there. Yes, and I think. Hey. Camels. He may have revised your plan. Yes. All right. That is that is what I'm doing. So at this point, Gravely notices two very different things. He notices sort of vaguely, (laughs) not the camel, leave the camel for a minute. He notices vaguely movement back in the forest behind you, and he looks around and he begins to note that there are a whole bunch of figures creeping forward back there. And upon turning around and actually looking and examining that, he recognizes at least the silhouettes. He is, I don't know, gnolls are his favorite enemy. So he notes the distinct movement patterns of gnolls creeping up in the forest. And uh, the gnolls, as they approach, start uh, kind of drop their sneakiness and start just like from the whole radius of the forest, probably about 30 feet in both directions, you start hearing, 
from all the gnolls. Yeah. So, which leaves you surrounded, which leaves the militia that Cavan and Donovan only thought could maybe hold off the fire army, whoever was in the fortress, for a little bit in very, very bad strategic position. But Gravely also vaguely notices above the forest that there is a full moon coming up over the mountains off to the east. And as that rises and it's just getting dark, a portal opens up right where Gravely is. And from inside the portal, you hear a, Oh! Oh. (laughs) And uh, you look back towards the portal, and sure enough, in uh, leaps towards Gravely, David Claus. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> He's like, oh. new, new lichen. We have a score to settle, do we not? Um, yes. Kill those gnolls. Ah, well, perhaps we'll settle our score another day, for today we are indeed allies. Point me in the right direction. Um, anywhere along those the forest tree line, see those gnolls that are approaching? Very well. And he howls again, and streaming in from that portal are his whole were army. So were rats and were boars and other werewolves and some were cats. And you're pretty sure you see a were rabbit, which is confusing to you, but you're not <laughs> going to question it at the moment. These were creatures start storming out of this portal, and they go and launch spread out in both directions against the gnolls while the militia charges forward into the fire army for the moment. Now, none of them is able to infiltrate the fortress, so it is your goal to get in the fortress and do whatever you can do before this battle resolves itself in a bad way. So that brings us back to Gravely. I, I yell after David Claus, and I say, Good luck, Mr. Claus! And I start running my 25 feet uh, towards the <laughs> fortress. Um, as I'm doing that, that's my movement. Um, I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark at one of the... Who, is it still Salamanders? Yeah. The Salamanders, the two Salamanders appear to be in the lead of the, the yeah, armies. I'll cast... Hunter's Mark at one of the Salamanders, and I'll uh, attempt to um, attack one of them. 16. Hit. Ooh, so 10 damage. All right, so as you're running, you launch that arrow into the Salamander that hits it in the shoulder, and uh, that brings us to Salius' turn. I'm going to follow... Uh, so let's follow gravely and uh, attack these, and also attack that same uh, salamander with a chromatic orb. It's a spell attack. Yes. Roll. There it is. Uh, this is seventeen plus mm-hmm. uh, plus seven. <laughs> Twenty-four. I think that probably probably <laughs> hits. That would hit. Uh, Maybe. I'm gonna do lightning damage. So eight lightning. So that salamander definitely like glares at you and hisses at you as you uh, are running past towards the sheep. Take that, fiend! Maya's turn. How far am I from catching up to where they just went? Your full movement would take you past them. 
probably roughly into the midst of your sleep illusion or a little bit past it. Sheep, not sleep illusion. The sleep illusion would be useful. Sleep, yeah, that would have been more helpful. <laughs> you know what? The sheep, I feel like they were they were worth it. They're playing a critical role. I will say that. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> I will uh, also run, maybe taking care not to actually run through any sheep, I will run past them towards near like past where coach is at your bill gets a turn in the initiative by the way my what bill your what your weasel named oh. bill which you named <laughs> bill so bill. when you roll initiative you have to also roll for bill but he's chilling like, okay I don't want him to he be can like... he can just like ride on your shoulder for your initiative that's yeah. fine we, we just All set right. up bill let's be, let's be thinking about bill well <laughs> i just didn't want him point. to come into play later on and have you guys but he's not like super combat like you know gotcha. you don't want to kill bill no, don't kill Bill. Okay, so you're running through, gingerly through the sheep. He's in my, my hat. And? Um, or my bongo. I haven't decided. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to well, well. Eldritch Blast again, um, Salamander Friends. Okay. Uh, it's a 17 plus, that's so 22 to hit. Hit. That's one hit, and then 18, oh, sorry, yeah, 18, so that's 23 to hit. Yes. Cool. Teach blast. And then the second the one will be... Uh, ooh. Ooh, that's a 10. So yeah. 15. All right. So what? it is a definitely injured, and that brings us uh, to Bloody Heart. <laughs> Bloody Heart sees Coach oh. eyeing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are you as sexy as the sheep? <laughs> What's around me? What's the what's the lay of the <laughs> land for these bad guys? Illusion sheep, Maya, yes. coach, eyeing you specifically in a with a weird look that you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and the closest <laughs> enemies are the two salamanders. Okay, are they facing you, me or facing coach away? Look at anybody like this. <laughs> they are probably now both turned towards the rest of your party that's running through and past you. So they'd be turned inwards where you are. So they're looking at me. Yes. Oh. I guess I'm gonna camel <laughs> camel up uh, through well, the uh, sheep. Quite a quite a capable camel right there. Walk and I'm gonna uh, sneak around, trying to maintain that camel illusion as long as I can. Sneak around to what? Where the behind. Going? I want to go behind one of the salamanders. All right. You can't hide, Mister Camel. On the other side of coach, if In I can. In the salamander's defense, they're Coming from the plane of you. fire, and a camel walking around the sheep is no weirder, really, than the sheep. So okay, I that's, will grant you, you know. that you can sort of amble around behind Great. the salamander Great. this one time. Great. We're never getting inside this fort. <laughs> All right, and I want to sneak up. I will use my short sword to attack. Give me a 26 to hit now. Hit. Cool. And, you will uh, have sneak attack on this. Great. So you will no longer convince people that you're a camel. This, you know, it's worth the risk. You've dropped that illusion. <laughs> All right, so this is 46 plus 3. Camel just stabbed that, that guy. That is uh, 12, 14, 17. Yeah. Dang. All right, and it hisses and flails as you drop onto the back of it, and you feel the intense heat when you would touch it that, if not for the ring, would be burning you, but instead it sort of feels like, that's the sensation of like a, a bad sunburn that you have like the mm. next day, that yeah. sort of like heat to your skin. 
And uh, overall, that salamander is looking fairly bad. But let me uh, let me emphasize: your job is not to <laughs> win this battle; it's to get inside the fortress. All right. Then I will bonus action uh, disengage All right, and run down, and then uh, do my movement. Across that drawbridge. All right, you are all headed towards the drawbridge. Uh, is there anybody left? That was. Oh yeah, coach. <laughs> coach, coach, just uh, watch. Gonna use coach's a, a, a free action oh, hey there. <laughs> to look extremely disappointed. Uh, oh. oh, I don't. How did you? Uh, XX, we we gotta we gotta go in. <laughs> He's gonna turn around. Uh, and he's going to jump away. <laughs> jump uh, deeper into the fortress. So uh, Does that mean he sails over like XX and Maya? Well, I'm, I'm like, already past you guys. Oh, no, we ran past you. I thought we ran past you. Oh, no, he has, his jump took him like way far. <laughs> yeah, he's probably uh, farthest forward. Yeah. He's actually next. on the other side <laughs> of the castle, on the other field <laughs> behind it. I was going to say, I was like, back yeah, now. I was like imagining this like free willy moment. What am I seeing? Like, it's okay. So, All right, so you I'll are. Use my, I'll use my movement to jump. You just watch the camel stab a salamander, turn into XX Bloody Heart, <laughs> run towards you. you. Your movement, we've established that you probably, if you were right at the foot of the battlements, be able to maybe jump to the top. The drawbridge is down. So in your movement, you could probably get to like the entrance to the fortress, at which point you could jump up or forward or whatever you want to do. Can I attempt to jump on top of the, like where the drawbridge would usually go up, like the, the top of that gateway? Yes. Top of the archway. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to try right. and jump up and get on top of the archway. Okay. So Coach runs up there and then jumps forward and lands with his climbing finesse uh, launched on yep. the side of the fortress right above the opening of the drawbridge, the, the opening where the drawbridge would close. And... Spits down to the drawbridge and says, we don't need gates. <laughs> uh, <and> then, <laughs> it's definitely hot. You can feel the stone is hot to the touch, but not so hot that you can't grab onto it. Okay. And then? Uh, I'm, I'm up there. Is okay. there any enemies like in my immediate vicinity? Uh, I mean, you can look up and tell that roughly 8 to 10 feet above you, there's some, uh, there's some enemies or something scrambling around up there on the battlements where they seem to be able to stand up on top of the wall. Okay. So we'll say, I mean, it's not a terribly high jump. So collectively, can I, you can ran I close just enough, and then you jumped basically all the way across the drawbridge and landed on top of the doorway opening, and that's pretty much your movement. Okay, so I'll go ahead and use my action to climb up. So then now, I'm, now I'll be on top of the on top of the wall. All right, so you scramble up there, and in view you can see two gnolls uh, who are readying arrows, and actually farther down in either direction you can see more gnolls um, readying getting ready to shoot arrows down into the battle. And you see pretty close to you a little ring-tailed lemur kind of guy uh, that looks a lot like Sontag, but you recognize mm. that it's not... Uh, he's not colored like Sontag. This t- it seems to be a different creature who looks at you with just, like, wide-eyed horror Hi. and says, Get him! <laughs> and the gnolls all turn inwards towards Coach. I think that's my turn, right? That's your turn. All right. <laughs> Just a, so Back to Gravely. Up. You just saw Coach jump up there. Everybody else is. Oh, uh, bonus action. Yes. Rage. 
<laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> no justification Just now? needed. <laughs> yeah. Just I hate lemurs. <laughs> the uh, within that the salamanders we we'll give them some turns. I mean, most people, most of the collective battle, the you know the. Uh, Armies are engaging each other, but the salamanders that just got walloped by you guys as they ran past. Um, one is going to whip his tail at uh, Maya, oh, no. who's relatively close, and rolled a 22. Oh, Oof. that's yeah, that's an ouch. Oh, so Maya takes 10 damage from oh. that, oh, but it's fire damage, I think. It's fire damage, so it only does five HP damage. Oh, because we got the thing. Oh. The other one attempts to attack Salius, but rolled a critical fail, so just gets distracted by the sheep mulling around <laughs> and uh, doesn't know. Maybe doesn't. I, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> because it's a different plane, it doesn't necessarily recognize how to differentiate half-elves and sheep and camels, so it gets distracted and just strikes into the illusion. That brings you back to Gravely. Sheep doing work. Uh, where offensive. is uh, Sindel and Sora and all this? Are they kind of making their way towards? Yes. Yeah, Sindel and Sora are dashing forward, and they're just a little bit ahead of where the sheep are as well. Okay. I- I'm just going to use my movement and my action to dash as well, so I can move 50 feet. Okay. Whatever that'll get me. That'll put you inside the fortress from there. Okay. Ah, come on, everyone. Silius. Dash, and I will run so I can go 60 feet. All right, and d- 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 Maya. Yeah, I'm going to dash as Ooh, well. Oh, you know what? Roll <laughs> your concentration check to maintain <gasps> concentration oh, no, when you got hit by the salamander. Is it a... Uh, that'll be 14. So she maintained... Her concentration on the sheep illusion. As Thank goodness. Running past, dashing forward. <laughs> well, but as we I almost get lost the sheep. Of, once they clear, get out of 60 sheep. feet yeah, of exactly. range, then yes. it's, it's done. Yes. But so. you're still in there. Um, Where does sheep go? XX Bloody Heart, you continue to dash. Oh. Yes, sir. All right. So as all of you are um, dashing into the fortress, and Sora and Sindel will head in approximately with you. So we've got coaches climbed up onto the battlements. You guys can't see what he sees. The rest of you are dashing into the fortress. And what you see in there is there's, um, so the outer wall is a big ring, basically. Inside the fortress, there's not a whole lot, but there's basically another inner wall. So there's concentric circles. And uh, that wall looks to be about the radius. That's more like the radius of the clearing that you saw before. And you can see another set of like two giant doors roughly in front of you. And then standing between you and the two giant doors are a whole bunch more fire knolls, but they're just like standing at attention, kind of stand, staring forward blankly. And uh, also to your right, there's actually to either side, there's staircases that head up onto the battlements there. And up there, Coach uh, is about to get <laughs> shot by. Oh, man. So many arrows. No. So, Coach, what's your AC? 16. Really? <laughs> I didn't get any better armor or anything, so it is what it is. All right. All right. You're going to have four arrows come at you, and that one's going to miss. And that one's going to hit. And that one's really going to miss. And that one's going to hit. 
Dude, the uh, arrows plunge into coach doing 16 points of damage. Halved, because I'm raging. All right, so only eight points of damage. Woo. It only fuels his rage. <laughs> <laughs> and the little ringtail lemur guy looks pretty uh, <laughs> extra, extra nervous about watching you have an arrow plunge into either side of you and not really like <laughs> slow down your momentum. It's like that scene of Ace Ventura. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> oh, yeah. The two spears. <laughs> Which will bring us to Gravely. Can I see Coach with the, the guys? That Not from where you are, but you know where he is up there. And you see the staircase that dun, probably leads dun, up there. Dun, dun, dun. All right, I'll kind of hearing Arrow, you know, and Coach going, uh, Graves is like, I'm coming! And I run up the stairs as much as I can so I can get a vantage point of the gnolls that are shooting at him. Yeah, so you'll have to go all the way up the stairs, and then when you're up there, you'll be able to see a knoll on your right pointing his longbow at Coach, and then another knoll on your left, and then past that one is Coach and the ring-tailed lemur guy, and two knolls beyond that. All right, I'm going to shoot at the closest knoll to him. Okay. First attack. That's a 17. Hit. Okay. 10 damage. I'll shoot it again. Extra attack. Ooh, that's a natural one. Uh, 11. All right, so it gets hit basically in the back by an arrow. And it uh, doesn't seem to react too much. Um, Wait, 12 damage because favorite enemy. Yeah, <laughs> it takes the 12 damage. You can see blood pouring out of the wound. It does not turn around. Silius. All right, so we got how many, how many gnolls standing between me and those doors? 40. That's a lot of gnolls. Um, but they're not, like, doing anything. They're just standing still. They look kind of zonked out. Yeah. Just go past them. I'm, that's exactly what I'm going to do. They're not even Great. growling or drooling or right. anything. Uh, Silius will cautiously make his way forward towards those doors and kind of suss out if the gnolls are going to make a move towards him. They're not, but make a dexterity saving throw. Mm. Uh, 18. All right, so as you're creeping up to the gnolls and they don't react at all, uh, you suddenly have to jump to the side because a big uh, rock, a big molten rock, actually like a splash of molten rock, like hurls down from the top of the inner wall and splashes on the ground next to you, narrowly missing you. And from up there, you look up there, and there's this little creature. It looks, it's about like maybe two feet tall, and it looks like it's made entirely of magma, and it's staring down at you, going, hee 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 Do I still have an action left, or do I use all that Does up? That take out some of the forward? Uh, did not take out any of the gnolls, and yes, that was your movement. That was just my movement, or do I still have action left? You have an action left. All right, well. Since I see that guy, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, try to shoot him. I'll use magic missile because it hits the creature, right? Because it's automatic. It does hit because yep. that's its thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good about it, baby. Oh, eight damage. Ooh. All right. So uh, the magic missiles zip up there and smack into it. It's still like exposed, so the magic missiles are able to kind of like arc up there and down into it. And uh, that looks to hurt it very, very much. And it like... Ducks down, you can't see where I went. Uh, next up is Maya, and then XX Bloody Heart, and then Coach. What? Where? Whereabouts is, because uh, Sindel is supposed to be coming with us, correct? Sindel and Sora are coming in approximately, they're pretty close to you. 
coming in through the main gate. I'll follow gravely up the stairs as well. Then I am going to cast Vampiric Touch on myself. Hmm? And Hot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what's that do? Whoa. (laughs) And I'm going to try and, like, backhand, uh, well, I mean, make a melee spell attack against the closest uh, big baddie up there. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be, that's a three, so it's 11 to hit. Well, that's a miss. Aw, boop. Well, I still have that cast on me, so I get that for... What does Vampiric Touch do? Obviously, the touch of your shadow-wreathed hand can siphon force from others to heal your wounds. Make a melee spell attack against a creature within your reach. On a hit, the target takes 3d6 necrotic damage, and you regain hit points equal to half the amount of necrotic damage dealt until the spell ends. And you can make the attack again. Uh, one minute. Okay. All right. You it's got concentration, though. Pyrrhic touch <gasps> on you. The sheep! With concentration. Yeah. The <laughs> sheep, I'm already out of range the, the sheep are sheep. gone. <laughs> <laughs> My brother's... <laughs> My sheep brothers. We're on the field of battle. Barrel you <laughs> Bye bye. XX Bloody bye, Heart. Bye, bye. <laughs> All right. Run to the doors, try and open them. You, you, you did just see the giant magma ball fall at me when I did that, right? Yeah, but you already did it. <laughs> so now I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right. XX Bloody Heart is able to run up through the knolls. Yep. Past the little pile of magma smoking Whoop. on the ground. A little jump. Where the creature threw it. And you get up to the doors. I will attempt to open them. them. Yeah. They are Unless it says push. No. Okay. <laughs> then there's I will no, push. There's no directions that you can read on there. Uh, they seem pretty securely closed. Is there a uh, lock on them? It feels, as you pull on them, it feels like there's probably like a big bar. iron bar on the other side at least, if not other protections. All right. I, I just turn around. I give a shrug and I say, uh, ideas? It's locked. <laughs> if anybody, anyone, anyone? <laughs> no response. The door. Sailor's looking at you. Steve, we have to help Coach. Steve, where is he? He's up, up, up top. I don't, I'm not going over there. <laughs> All right. I'm going to sneak behind one of the knolls and. Just try and slit its throat. Okay. I think <laughs> you gratuitous your action to try to open the door. Oh, darn. So, like, there you are, pondering your next move. All right. Just, and Sindel uh, yeah, uh, get inside the door and then uh, take stock of the situation, and they head up. Sora leads Sindel up the other stairway to the other side of the where the knolls are, up top. And that brings us to Coach, who just took two arrows. Uh, angry. Uh, so uh, you're in charge, little uh, ring-tailed thingy. Um, you're not going to be in charge for much longer. <laughs> I'm going to take a couple uh, reckless attacks. Is his name Sondheim? <laughs> <laughs> this is actually... Explain why I said this. This is Mannheim. <laughs> Man, of course, yes. Uh-huh. You're well, I think I mentioned steamrolled. earlier, otherwise I'd totally name him Sondheim. <laughs> Here we go. Attack number one. Hammerstein. Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. Not going to hit. Uh, attack number two is going to be a 23 to hit. Attack number three, because I'm going to use my bonus action. Yeah. 26 to hit. 
Okay, all of those hit. So 33 damage. <laughs> as, as my hammer's just in a, in a flurry, just start smacking down on this little punk. All right, so Coach hops down onto, uh, sure-footed onto the top of the battlements and just, like, crushes with three hammer blows this little lemur guy who gets, like, thrown back for each, from, by each blow. So, like... You kind of like more or less ping pong him back and forth. Like hit him once, he flies back a little bit. Hit him back the other way. Hit him back the other way. He like super super beat up, and uh, is sort of like, all right, looking up at you in terror. You're really really tough. Uh, <laughs> that's actually kind of commendable. Uh, or thank you. We'll talk later. And he disappears. <laughs> okay. Uh, dang it. What? Gravely, like, why are you up here? Trying to help you. I'm fine. Go. You need to help Sora and Sindel. That's my turn. So Sora, on her way up there, does two arrow strikes at the gnolls on the other side and hits, and hits both. So the knoll farthest out on that side that she's coming up takes two arrow strikes and uh, goes down. And it stumbles backwards and falls oh. down into the river of lava where it immediately well, bursts into flames. Well, exactly. Fun fact, you don't actually sink into lava. It's too thick. Nope. So it just like you drops it on and fire. hits it. Kind of like landing on a mattress. Yeah, it's a non-Newtonian fluid. So. Bursts into flame. And Sindel uh, just sticks close to her mom. And that takes us back to Gravely on the other side. Gravely roll a perception check. Uh, that's a natural one. Okay. Oh, boy. Plus five. He goes blind. So well, there's still some gnolls up there. <laughs> no lemurs and a coach. What do you want to do? That was to find that dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... Oh, man. Okay, well, I'm going to shoot the other gnoll. The same one you shot before? Uh, or the one that Maya tried to attack? I'll shoot the same one I shot before. Okay. 14 and 21 to hit. Miss and hit. Nine damage. All right, so you launch a one arrow past him and one arrow into him, the same one that took an arrow in the back, and that knoll collapses. Blood pools at uh, on the ground. Uh, I will... There's How many knolls are left? There's two left up there. Okay. I say, Coach, you got this? Uh, should we head down? Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's exactly what I just said. Okay, I'm just, I'm just double checking, and I, I run back down the stairs under Maya, <laughs> like past her, because like, I'm small, and uh, and then I just go towards the uh, door. All right, so Silius is up. The um, little magma creature that attacked me, mm-hmm. did it drop out of sight, or can yes. I still see it? You cannot see where it is right now. All right. It's on the top of the walls. What's going on with the door? It's barred. We can't open it. Hmm. I don't know what to do with my turn then. <laughs> Belay it. I say I, I got an idea. I'll, 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 I'll hold my turn until uh, after XX there goes. Okay. He needs my help. Little magma dude shows up. I will uh, frostbite him. Okay. So you're holding action, just looking up at the top of the battlements, looking for the little magma creature. Ready to frostbite him. Sounds good. Yep, yep. That brings us to my, my roll of perception. Uh, seven. All right. <laughs> Everything's gravy, baby. 
<laughs> this place started is off so well. impenetrable. Well, so you have a vague knowledge that that creature is probably invisible that Coach may or may not apply. You did fight the hag previously that could become invisible. So though you have no idea where it is, you have kind of a recognition that it's not necessarily not present up there okay. where you're at. Uh, Coach, I think we should go back downstairs. You want to come with me? Too bad. It's happening. <laughs> so she's, Wait, what? She's going to grab, run up to Coach, grab his hand, and cast a thunder step. <laughs> oh, dear. So basically, we're, I'm going to, like, because I get uh, 90 feet. So I'm going to take us down, back downstairs next to where they are. And the whole area next to us, hopefully including, what's his name, Mannheim Steamroller. They're going to make a con save. If they fail, they'll take 14 damage each. So basically it teleports you. They and teleport with a <clears throat> The area that you leave. like that? So it's like Nightcrawler's teleportation, except way instead more. Of except, instead of, except it leaves yeah, like, Instead of sulfur, yeah. it like knocks you out. So that's going to hit the two gnolls that are up there and hopefully little dude. If he's just invisible, yeah. Um, and then they take half if they uh, make the save. And the thunder can be heard from up to 300 feet away. <laughs> so there's just a big, oh, oh, what's that? But you guys, now there's nobody up on top of the battlements. Nope. I mean, you say that like it's a bad thing. Well, okay, so you, you're going to cast Thunderstep, grabbing Coach. You're going to teleport down with Coach. Behind you, there is a massive thunderclap. So you don't see what went up there. Everybody from everywhere around you hears the massive thunderclap. And all of those gnolls that were standing lifelessly at attention all of a sudden start to wake up. Oh, And like slough off like they've been asleep or something and look kind of confused but start to like look around and growl and snarl in what Gravely would recognize as a much more naturally knoll-like fashion. Oh dear. And uh, all of you are down there. Uh, XX Bloody Heart is in, <laughs> in the, the midst, midst of them, actually right behind them. <laughs> So Lewis is staring up on the battlement. I guess Coach right. isn't the only one who didn't want that to happen. Yeah, so he said that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, you Run know, away. the intentions it's were pure. Okay. And it's that will okay. take us to XX Bloody Heart, who's uh, standing back there. Uh, behind them, you notice all the gnolls wake up after hearing this massive thunderclap and seeing Maya and Coach appear. To be clear, how many gnolls are there? He said like 40. Yeah, about 40. Fair, fair, There's fair size. Four zero. Yeah. Four zero number of gnolls. Mm-hmm. I didn't, <laughs> right. in, my, in my defense, I didn't think that to be as relevant as it just became right. when, I, when I threw out that number. Yeah, neither did I with uh, my last move. You guys, I may have, I made, a, may have made a mistake. Mm-hmm.